Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Hello, and welcome to the show! My name is Sarah, and I am your Chakra Coach. First up today, and every day really, I just want to thank all of you for listening to the show and for all the messages you send. I read and respond to every single one, even if it takes me a minute, because I really just appreciate you all so much. I also wanted to read an iTunes review that I found of this very show, that was left recently from Lenhart421. It says, I stumbled upon this show when I was looking up chakra balancing. It's not just weight loss. It's very informative. I feel like this will have a positive effect on so many different aspects of my life. And I could not be happier to read that. Because as you know, if you listen to the show regularly, it's not only about weight loss. We cover so much more because weight loss is only part of becoming the people, the energetic beings that we want to be. So thank you. And it reminded me that reviews are a great way to help other people discover the show. Uh, So if you have a minute and you listen on iTunes, would you just rate and review the show real quick? Just a quick note if you're finding this info useful. That's all. And again, tell your friends. If you have any friends you think might benefit from the show, let them know that it's here for them too. And of course, I want to connect with all of you on Facebook and Instagram and the Patreon page. All three places have extras and bonus content, especially the Patreon page. So let's hang out on all the socials. I'll tell you a secret. My dream is, after we can all travel again, my dream is to go to a bunch of different places and meet you all in person. That's my secret dream. I guess if I want it to come true, I better start working on my energetic balance to make that happen. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about a sacral chakra aspect that I get asked about all the time. Healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries can be set in so many areas of our lives. Uh, Work-life balance, physical boundaries, including the personal space of our bodies and our environments, emotional boundaries, sexual boundaries, and one of the greatest challenges of being human and interacting with other humans is understanding our own boundaries, respecting those of other people, and somehow Integrating the two into healthy, emotional, mental, physical, sexual, and spiritual relationships. 
I had this idea that I'd talk about all the different kinds of boundaries today, but as I was thinking about what I wanted to share, I realized that that is way too much for one episode. And that one type of boundary stands out for the sacral chakra that needs to be addressed first, and that is emotional boundaries. So we'll confine our discussion today to just this narrow part of the topic, and you'll let me know if we want to get into physical and sexual boundaries in the future, which are also intricately related to the sacral chakra. Uh, Seriously, we can talk about all that. Send me a message on Facebook or Instagram, it's Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, and let me know if that would be helpful as well. Let's talk for a second about what emotional boundaries are and why they matter. At the simplest level, boundaries are just a defining line, something that separates two things. An emotional boundary allows you to know where your emotions stop and other people's begin. I know I say this all the time, but you are only responsible for your own emotions. You cannot make other people feel a certain way, and people can only make you feel a certain way if you let them. Which sounds so simple, but is actually really complicated to do. A balanced sacral chakra can help with this tremendously because it helps you reclaim your right to feel your own feelings and not let other people dictate them for you. I know some people are also really affected by other people's emotions. We can feel this way interacting with others or watching movies or any number of things. And it is totally healthy and desirable to have empathy and feel for someone else. But remember, you are feeling your own feelings. You're not feeling theirs if you have set healthy emotional boundaries. Now, by all means, cry with people, laugh with people, love with people, but know where they end and you begin. This takes practice and We'll have varying success in different circumstances, but if you have done the work on your sacral chakra, you won't feel the need to blame others for your feelings, and even better, you'll realize that you are not responsible for making other people feel comfortable and good and happy all the time. Does this mean we shouldn't act with kindness? Of course not, but it does mean that when there are tough uncomfortable conversations to have, you can do it with confidence in your emotions and know that the work of confidence in their emotions is their own. Easy? (laughs) Absolutely not. Vital to your mental and emotional health? For sure. Now, an example from my own life that is a little lighthearted but relates to weight loss, and I think I've shared it before on the show, but it's my family's insistence that I eat birthday cake at birthday celebrations. And some of you are like, duh, of course you do. But I don't. I don't like cake all that much. It doesn't contribute to my health, and I don't want to. And it makes certain members of my family so uncomfortable. Now, I could see if I was making a big deal of it, but I usually just say, no, thank you. No one cares, and we move on. But from my family's reaction, you'd think I committed a massive social faux pas. It took me years 
not to feel bad about them feeling bad. But I drew the line at birthday cake, I guess, and I learned to draw the line between their feelings and mine. This is a skill, and you can probably imagine that it is really useful for much bigger things too, not just birthday cake. Like setting emotional boundaries in relationships. All kinds of relationships too, not just romantic ones. Friendships, parents, siblings, coworkers even. If you find yourself sacrificing your feelings for the feelings of others, that's an emotional boundary issue. Hiding your feelings in a way that hurts the relationship or you. I'm definitely not saying that we should put the burden of processing our emotions onto other people. That's really crossing their emotional boundaries. But subverting your feelings and sabotaging the relationship. If you feel that there are going to be consequences to sharing your feelings, negative consequences to sharing your feelings, that might indicate that there is a problem. And I know that every relationship is different and that sharing is more appropriate in some types of relationships than others. In a romantic partnership, for example, if you feel there will be negative repercussions for sharing your feelings, in my opinion, that's a huge problem because that shifts the balance of power away from partnership onto a one-way street. This, this situation goes back to what we were talking about last week about trust. If you don't trust your own feelings because you've been ignoring them for so long, you're going to create energetic imbalances. If you don't trust your partner with your feelings or you blame them constantly for your feelings, you're not in a healthy partnership. Now on the flip side, my acquaintances don't need to know all my emotional drama. I mean, I can probably process some of that on my own. By shifting that responsibility of processing onto others, I'm not keeping up my healthy emotional boundaries and I'm probably violating theirs. This is the secret to healthy boundaries, knowing where yours are and respecting those of others. How can you know if you might need to establish a little more personal space around your emotional health? Think about a particular relationship and ask yourself a few questions. Do I feel taken advantage of? Do I feel anger or resentment when I think about this person? If you have a request, is it easy to ask for or do you feel you have to really plan your language carefully? Do you internalize their wants and needs as your own? Does it seem like you're constantly pushing for a closer emotional bond that the other person isn't showing a reciprocating interest in? That's a lot of questions. I'm going to go over them again real quick. Again, think about a relationship, any relationship, romantic, friendship, uh, family relationship, and then ask yourself these questions. I'm just going to go through them one more time. Do I feel taken advantage of? Do I feel anger or resentment when I think about this person? If I have a request, is it easy for me to ask? Or do I feel like I really have to plan out what I'm going to say? Do I internalize their wants and their needs as my own? Does it seem like I am constantly pushing for a closer emotional bond and the other person isn't showing an interest in having one? 
that last one is a challenge. We can sometimes think that the other person is the one with the emotional wall, but I encourage you to really think about if maybe you're looking to that person to help fill in your emotional needs rather than being complete and balanced in yourself. That can be really unpleasant to think about, but give yourself the space and compassion to explore if that's the case for you. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not, but give yourself the time to really think about that. There are certainly cases of what's sometimes called emotional unavailability, but a lot of times we're so accustomed to finding our emotional fulfillment in others that we forget we're capable of doing that for ourselves. It maybe sounds really hard, and I'm certainly not perfect at it either, but the moments when you have success in this way, in being there for yourself emotionally, that sense of joy when you feel complete in yourself is amazing, and it is totally worth all the effort of setting those healthy emotional boundaries that can only come when you have a balanced sacral chakra. So what on earth do healthy emotional boundaries have to do with weight loss other than my really cool cake story? Uh, Everything. I know you've heard of emotional eating. If nowhere else than on this podcast. And you've probably experienced it. Most people have. I know I have. It's when we eat for a reason other than being hungry. And there are all kinds of emotional eating. We eat to celebrate, not just birthdays, all kinds of things. We eat because we feel happy, because it's social, because there's an expectation to eat. It's the congratulations, let's go out to dinner type feeling. And it's lovely and it's fun. It's not particularly helpful if you're trying to lose weight, but I'm a big proponent of moderation and enjoying life. So an occasional celebration isn't just okay. It's wonderful. No, no, the kind of emotional eating that's really troublesome with weight loss is when we eat to avoid our emotions. We use food to fill our emotional needs, similar to how we might use another person to fill our emotional needs. This is just using food. We want to feel happy instead of sad, so we eat. We don't want to feel bored, so we eat. I am so guilty of that one, you guys. It's not even funny. We don't want to feel anxious, depressed, lonely. So we eat or we drink too much because for that moment, just that moment, we feel good. We don't have a clear boundary between our emotions and our own ability to process them. And where the excess food and drink is stepping in to fill us up. We haven't made a clear mark for ourselves about what kinds of actions we're willing to take to manage our emotions. And this is so tough because unless you've really worked out those boundaries, really found balance for yourself, an emotional event can overwhelm you and you'll feel like you're out of control or or you'll start to make justifications. It doesn't matter. I don't even care. I don't care about losing weight. 
Oh, one time won't make a difference in my health or my goals or in being who I want to be. Oh, we can come up with some of the best justifications you'll ever hear. We've let a person or a situation make us feel a certain way instead of going through the steps to define our boundaries, instead of understanding that we have the inner strength to handle these feelings. And we do. We absolutely do. But instead of doing it, we eat something for the momentary relief of having those feelings gone. But here's some sad news. Those feelings will still be there later. And unfortunately, they frequently bring their friends regret and disappointment with them. And we still have to do the emotional boundary work, and we've also set ourselves back a little. Here's the good news, though. We don't have to do that. We can find the balance in our sacral chakras, in that second energy center, and work on our emotional boundaries and find it within ourselves to move past these temporary coping mechanisms to strategies that will work long-term, that will not only make us feel better emotionally, but contribute to our physical health as well and lead us toward our highest self. That just feels like a huge win. So that's what we're going to do in our meditation today, working on allowing ourselves to be available to others without it becoming detrimental to our own wellness, our own emotional well-being. Now, these types of meditations can bring up a lot of emotions. Don't pull back if they come up for you. Allow your emotions to come and know that you are strong and can handle anything. Breathe through them and be confident in your ability to handle your emotions. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sit comfortably. Take an inhale through your nose and sigh it out through your mouth. Again, inhale through the nose and exhale through your mouth. One more time. Begin to relax your body and relax your mind. As I say each affirmation, explore what they mean to you. How do they apply to you today and in your healthy relationships? Repeat each one in your head. I 
I set clear boundaries for my personal space. I set clear boundaries for my personal space. It is okay to say no to those I love. It is okay to say no to those I love. I am not responsible for other people's behaviors. I am not responsible for other people's behaviors. It's not my responsibility to take care of other people's problems. It's not my responsibility to take care of other people's problems. My boundaries support and protect me. My boundaries support and protect me. I actively respect the boundaries of others. I actively respect the boundaries of others. I have a right to peace and my own emotions. I have a right to peace and to my own emotions. I have the inner strength to handle them. I have the inner strength to handle them. My needs are just as important as other people's needs. My needs are just as important as other people's needs. I am more than enough. I am more than enough. I am a whole, loving being. I am a whole, loving being. Boundaries support my highest good. 
boundaries support my highest good. Sit with these affirmations. Sit with anything they bring up. Breathe. And know that you are enough. Namaste.